Welcome to Poppin' the Lid on all things real estate with Tina Miller-Lite and Sherry Anhauser-Busch. Your place to tune in every Thursday, Thursday and learn all about the home buying and selling process in a fun and lighthearted manner. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody. It's Sherry Anhauser-Busch. I'm riding solo today because Tina Miller-Lite is out on vacation. So I thought I'd shake things up and do a get to know me, but I do have Roberto is here with me today and he's joining me for the assist. He's going to ask me some of the questions that have come to me through some people. Hi, Roberto. Hey, Sherry. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I didn't get pulled into a podcast or anything by force, but you know, I'm here anyways. We're going to have fun. <laughs> Oh gosh, Roberto did not want to do this, but I didn't give him a choice. So anyway, hope everybody had a really good 4th of July. Nobody lost their dogs and nobody got like stage three sunburn. Is stage three, wait, how are the blisters? Like, I believe it's stage three, yep. Blisters coming out. Is that really the words for it? Stage three? I think so burn like you you blister is it staged that doesn't feel right to me we got laptops oh roberto's gonna look like when you get sunburn like your burn levels oh my god burn levels roberto's looking it's not staged third degree third degree i knew it i knew it thank you roberto so anyway, we're going to jump right in, and Roberto's going to like start firing off some questions. And these questions have came from various places, social media, friends, Facebook. So lay them on me, Roberto. Okay, question one we have from Michelle. If your entire life was a movie, what would be the best fit? Okay, so that's good. this would be an easier question if it was a TV show. We can do a TV show. Would it be? Well, Give I'm us at, both. Give us both. Okay. So, what's that show where they all fight? The guy that just died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Oh gosh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. I might, I, if it's a TV show, it'd be Jerry Springer. But a movie, it'd have to be The Twilight Zone or Forrest Gump. Okay. Can you give us some insight on why Jerry Springer would be like your life? Have you met me? <laughs> As I go through and answer some of these questions, it'll probably become pretty clear to you why the Jerry Springer show. Okay. I like you're good at this. All right, so we do have um, some Jerry Springer and Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. If you don't already know, Sherry is a runner. Yep. Runs a million miles every year. Well, not this year, but, you know, in previous years. Okay, next question, also from Michelle. Would you rather be a great dancer or great at math? <laughs> that's a hard one I had an ex once and I used to do these things and it would be like would you rather kind of questions and I'd ask him would you rather swallow thumbtacks or would you rather run barefoot across a dark room full of Legos so first of all I'd rather run over the Legos I think I think okay. um, I'd rather be great at oh that's a tough one I'd need to be good at math for my job. Although they make calculators 
for that. So yeah, they make computers for that. You don't need to do yeah. math in your head anymore. But it would be nice to not dance like Elaine from Seinfeld. You're People right. Scatter. It's bad. It's bad. So, final decision. Um. <laughs> math. Math. Okay. God, I'm so boring. We're going with math. Okay. Next question coming from Jill. I know a Jill. Shout out to you, Jill. What is one personality trait that helps you persist in real estate sales? Can't choose just one. I have to go with two. I'm going to say my stubbornness, I never give up, and my passion for helping people. Those are great answers. Thanks, Roberto. I can tell by the stubbornness because I only asked for one, not two. <laughs> but you gave me two anyways, so oh my that's gosh. cool. <laughs> Why did I ask you to help me with this? Well, we got a couple more from Jill as well, too. A follow up with, who is one of your most inspirational mentors in regards to real estate? Um, again, I can't answer with just one. I have two. Don Scordino, the great Don Scordino, who is one of our Realty Concepts agents here. He's been in business since Noah Nark. Uh, sorry about <laughs> that, Don. Funny guy, super funny, knows just so much about everything. I actually, he was in the office this morning. He was in our office this morning. Yeah, I see he took him. his car to Midas. Um, he may be laughing. He gave me some great insight, as usual, on a current escrow that I have going. Always appreciate learning from the master. And then my other one would be Beth Garcia, who is an agent at Guarantee. Meet regularly for lunch with her, bounce ideas off of her, um, vice versa. Just a great person and somebody to learn from. That's awesome. And I would like to thank you, Roberto, because yes, not yesterday, we weren't here yesterday. The other day I was struggling with drawing a map on my portal and you figured it out. So, you know, there's a lot to be learned from some of the newer agents as well. And I don't take that for granted. So thank you. Definitely. I appreciate that. Yeah, you bet. And also got to throw you in there as well. I've, always, I've been in your office plenty of times asking you a bunch of questions. So appreciate you being there for me as well, too. Picking me up when my, my car is dead, <laughs> trying to give me a jump. So Always happy to help. Okay, next question. Um, Jill again as well. Name three things you do regularly to keep your motivation moving. Uh, well, if she's speaking in business terms, I'm going to assume that let's she... Go, let's, go, let's go life. Life? How about life? What keeps me motivated in life? Yeah. Um, I'm a huge people pleaser, and so it's going to be making other people happy, making other people laugh, <laughs> number one for me, and then serving my community. Those are great answers. Thanks. Next, we got Jimmy. What is the most Southern thing you have ever done? <laughs> oh, God. I, I Has Jimmy ever done any of them with me? Um, snipe hunting. Do you know what snipe hunting is? Um hunting with a sniper <laughs> no <laughs> no I'm not gonna give it away I will take you snipe hunting one day that's probably one of the most southern things that I've ever done um, so what is it I would say off-roading because I used to be in an off-roading club jacked my Jeep up did the whole things uh, yeah, had my Jeep high-centered a few times got snatched off the snatch strap but I feel like that's not really that southern because I see plenty of Jeeps out here in California. Yeah, I would say it is pretty common. Um, 
But what is snipe hunting for the viewers at home? Because I'm still confused. If I tell you, I can't take you. Okay, I'll tell you. We have to give a visual for the people who aren't going to experience this with you in person, Sherry. I just pulled this. Okay, so snipe hunting is you take somebody that you know, a friend, somebody you care about, don't care about, I don't know, depends on how you feel about them. You take them out and you're hunting this imaginary thing in the dark and you have a bag and a net and you're taking them and there's nothing out there. You just send them out there for hours and they snipe hunt and looking for absolutely nothing. Looking for nothing. Yeah, it's great, it's great fun. No, yeah, I did that when I was about seven or eight years old as well too, so I might be Southern. You might I be, think. what did you call it if it wasn't snipe? Um, I don't know, I didn't have a name for it. Just playing with my friends. <laughs> okay, let's go into the next question. Let's move on from snipe hunting. Um, <laughs> Kelly D asks, what's your favorite meal to eat and thing to cook for someone else? My favorite meal to eat. So if she means like an entire meal and not just like an item from a meal, I'm going to assume. We're going to play this both ways. Okay. Uh, who doesn't love pizza? I love pizza too, but that's your favorite thing? I uh, Well, as a meal, I love pizza. But if you're going to ask me what my absolute favorite thing to eat hands down is, it's going to be something fried. It's going to be fried okra, fried green tomatoes. I've never had any of those. Dude, you're missing. You got to be careful with that okra though, because you Californians, I got excited one day because I found this lady that does okra. So she catered it for me and they came and it was like these long stick, like it was on the stalks and it was chewy and it was nasty. And like y'all Californians don't know how to do fried okra. I'm just saying. You heard it here first, Californians don't know how to eat fried food. Um, so I'm gonna have Sherry here make me a nice home-cooked meal, straight from Tennessee. I will, I'll make you some macaroni okay. and cheese. It's on a podcast, you can't take it back. I won't, no, no take backsies. Susan next, when, do you, when did you first discover that you're a dog slash animal whisperer? Oh golly. I didn't even know this, that you can you, whisper. You, <laughs> a dog whisperer. What's that one guy's name, Carlos, um, the dog whisperer? Um, Carlos. Caesar. Caesar, Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan, yeah. All right, so. Sherry Bush, the horse whisperer. I, I am. I've got more pictures of me kissing like different random animals chickens, roosters, goats, horses, dogs, cats. Yesterday it was a turtle. Um, I discovered this. Who asked this question? Susan. 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 I discovered this at a really young age, probably when I was like two we had these wiener dogs and they had the long Gretchen and Rudolph and they had these really long ears and I had one of those Barbie heads you probably don't know what I'm talking about Roberto but they had the Barbie heads and you could put the makeup on it and do their hair and all the little stuff do you, do you know what I'm talking about no I played with action figures um marine ones did with, you have a sister no I did not okay so anyway they had Barbie heads and I, I would take the little rollers that go on the Barbie heads and I would roll Gretchen's ears up and I dressed up, took her everywhere. I just, I've always loved animals, any kind of animals. I get that from my dad. That's nice. That's nice. You bring in monkey. Monkey, yes. Monkey's my, my baby. Big floppy ears. She does have floppy ears. She's so sweet. So we have about four more questions here from Susan. Um, 
I love seen, Susan's question. I've seen you in a, uh, quite a bit of mascots. So what is the first mascot you performed in? The first mascot? I mean, are they mascots or are they costumes? Let's go costumes, because I've seen you in a T-Rex, I've seen you in a cow. We need um, to clarify, uh, a mascot is is something that belongs to a team or an organization, and that's your official thing. I don't really do that. I did have, you're fixing to learn something about me. I did have a dream that I wanted to be a mascot. I wanted to be the San Diego chicken so incredibly badly. And then I learned probably four years after it was too late that you could have gone to mascot school and learned how to do this. And then the window slammed behind me. And so I started getting costumes. I know I sound like a lunatic right now. My first costume that I got was probably the T-Rex who quickly became Realtor Rex. Okay, what about your most recent purchase? Um, my most recent costume, oh I, oh, I just bought it at the Halloween store last year. What did I get? A, to- a toilet. I got, a toilet. It was a toilet. Yeah, it looks like you're sitting on a toilet, and so it's inflatable. Like <laughs> I, I like the inflatable ones because they're just more fun. And so, yeah, it looks like you're sitting on a toilet. It's got these little blue inflatable legs that hang over the side, and then the tank sticks out behind you. And then I, I always try to find a way to work them into real estate, and so I used it for marketing and said, don't flush your money down the drain. Don't flush your money down the drain, folks. <laughs> Don't flush your money no. down the toilet. <laughs> market in the is the market in a shitter. I mean, <laughs> I, I took it a, like a whole bunch of different ways. It was fun. That was my last purchase. I can't wait to see which one I wind up with this year. That's good. You're very creative. I like that. Um, I guess leading to your next one, um, what mascot is on your bucket list to own, or what costume? Oh gosh, I have two. I have two. I have one sitting in my cart right now. It's the Bushman costume. Bushman. Yeah. So the guy in San Francisco, and he stands on the street corner, and he's in the bush, with the costumes of bush, and he jumps out and scares people. Right. I want that so bad, and I'm going to go ahead and apologize to the people of Fresno County that I'm going to scare with this when I do it. It's going down. It's going down soon. My second costume I want is I want the big, um, the hairy one, not Chewbacca. Um, Sasquatch. Sasquatch, thank you. Sasquatch, okay. I, but that one's expensive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's How much do those run? So, like $400. $400 for a Sasquatch. So, costume. if we would like to start a GoFundMe to fund the Sasquatch costume, my Venmo is... No, I'm just kidding. That's for real stuff. You'd like to donate to my costume. <laughs> um, just to go back on your Bushman costume, I have seen the videos of people getting punched. Because they're scared. Um, so just keep your head on a swivel out there. You never know what could happen. You know what happened to me? <laughs> so for, for context, for the people that don't know this, a few buildings down, we have an appliance store. And they always put the big refrigerator boxes out front. And sometimes they cut them in two. And so it's like half a box. <laughs> one day, I got this bright idea that I was going to drag one of those boxes down in front of the office. And I was going to hide in it. And I was going to pop out and scare people when I walked by. <laughs> and so I did. And there was this guy coming, and I popped up. I scared this guy so bad. And we got it on, on video because the 
the, you know, our cameras up here picked it up. He jumped back and he thought it was hilarious. He said, you made my day. So many people were like, nobody was mad about it. Everybody thought it was hilarious. But right after I scared the guy, I was in the box and I was crouched down and I was laughing so hard from his reaction, like tears running down my face. Some lady comes over, she peeks in the box, she comes upstairs and she said, you got a mentally ill woman in a cardboard <laughs> box in front of your office. <laughs> no, that's just Sherry. <laughs> yeah, Sherry's a little offbeat, but... No, she's a she's a good person. Oh god, it's okay. I laugh every time yeah. I think of that one. <laughs> what have we got next? Um, so is this our own Damon, Clovis manager Damon? Yes, okay. Damon Barnett did submit a question. Damon Barnett, this is a very damning question. Why did you decide to get into real estate? Damning question? Is that what you said? <laughs> damning question, but a really simple simple answer. Real estate isn't something that ever kind of was on my radar, not something I wanted to do. The only reason why I got into real estate is because my neighbor, who was a realtor, said, you've got a good personality. You should get in real estate and come to work for me. And I'm like, okay. And then halfway through the test, I was cursing her out. But I'm obviously a licensed realtor now. I have been since 2015. I did not go to work for her. Um, I came to work for Realty Concepts because I just love the broker, you know, the integrity and everything that Realty Concepts has to offer. And then I quickly learned that this is my passion. I just accidentally stumbled into what I was meant to do. But is it something I ever thought of? No, not really. I was just like, eh, what else do I have to do? Hmm. And here I am. Sometimes things happen for a reason. Put you in the right spot. Yeah. So why did you get into real estate? Um, I got into real estate because I was ready for my next my next step in my my life, my career. Um, didn't want to work at Dick's Sporting Goods or Vons anymore. Um, and I thought real estate would be something better for me, and decided to take that path. And I love it so far. So we're sticking with it. We're riding with it, and you see where it takes me. Well, I'm glad that you did because you've been doing a great job. For people that don't know Roberto, he's done some open houses for me. Every time he does, he brings a buyer. And so I was like, I can't give Roberto any more open houses because I want the buyers. <laughs> I think it's the snacks that I bring, honestly. I'm kidding, Roberto. <laughs> no, but seriously. Bag of chips and water. People you, love that. You do a really great job with those I things. appreciate that. You're going to be great. Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe I'll start my, my podcast and have you as a special guest. <gasps> my very first guest. I would love that. Cool. Next question we have. Is this Carissa? Carissa. Okay. Carissa! Carissa. Shout out Carissa. Love her. What past is client. Oh, past client. There we go. She has a weenie dog. Really? Two. She's got two weenie dogs. Well, Carissa with the weenie dogs, what is your favorite part of real estate? <laughs> you just said Carissa with the weenie dogs. I love you, Roberto. But I already forgot the question. What was the question? What is your favorite part of real estate? Uh... Two questions. I'm sorry, two answers. I know you're going to say that's my stubbornness. Helping people. I love, oh my gosh, I love helping people make their dreams come true. And turning over keys to a first time home buyer, mm. it's just the best feeling in the world. And then I really love the marketing aspect of it, I love being able to use my creativity to market my listings. It's just, it's so fun. 
Nice, nice. Oh, absolutely love it. So piggybacking off of that, how would the perfect transaction go for you? In Sherry's world. Do I have the buyer or the seller? Let me see. In a perfect world. Let's go buyer. Okay, in a perfect world, I'm going to write an offer for a buyer. We're going to find the most amazing house. They're going to fall in love with it. They're going to know at first sight that this is this is the one. You're going to get like the little goosebumps. And my friend Kara, client of mine, is coming to mind right now because I know we looked and looked and looked. And then one, I opened up the door and then I slammed it shut real quick. Before she came come in, I said, oh, you're going to love this shit. <laughs> And she did. She came in, and it was just like like a physical reaction. That that's what I want. So I want people to come in and just know, and then have just a smooth, easy escrow. They're gonna get it for a great price. They're gonna have minimal stress. I mean, buying and selling a house is stressful. You're gonna have a little bit of stress, but just be able to come in and have all that stress minimized and walk away with a pleasant, happy experience and be in your, your, your dream home, you know, and have that, that comfort and that, you know, the home. That Southern comfort. That Southern comfort. That's a drink, by the way. Really? I've never heard of it. Southern comfort? Yeah. You can show me that too with my fried okra and fried tomatoes. I'll take you snap, snipe hunting. We'll have some Southern comfort and some fried okra. It's, it's, it's whiskey, by the way. Whiskey? Okay. We can work with that. Um, Bubba. 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 Bubba wants to know. Bubba's, got, you... good, Bubba's got good questions. I'm a little afraid. How did you go from Tennessee to California? What made you make that move? Well, I loaded up the truck and I moved to Beverly. No, that's not how it happened. It's kind of how it happened. Beverly Hillbillies. Yes. Mm, I mean, if you think about it, I left... Tennessee, like a redneck, came out here. When did you move early from Tennessee? I left Tennessee in 2004, made a brief stop in Mississippi where we lived for about 10 months, and then we relocated to California in 2005. Been here ever since. So what happened, and Bubba is still very upset with me over this, um, my ex-husband job transferred us out here and it was only supposed to be for two years little did I know that that was a story he knew all along we weren't coming back but if he told me the truth I wouldn't get out here hence (laughs) ex-husband so yeah now I'm I'm here I'm here and Bubba's bitter okay Um, would you ever want to move back to Tennessee absolutely I would love to move back to Tennessee Am I going to? No, because my kids are now rooted here. I have my granddaughter, so I'm never going to leave my family. I mean, I did leave my family to come out here, but like my kids, I'm never going to leave them. I am, though, studying to get my real estate license in Tennessee. Wow, there you go. Like I said earlier, everything happens for a reason. And now you're here in Clovis with me, and you can't leave me, so... um... I know. Who would take you to pick up your car? (laughs) Exactly. Um, why do you call yourself the running realtor? Oh my gosh. I think you said that earlier because I run like a million miles. Yes, like Forrest Gump. Like but she Forrest. Does not, she does not like shrimp, by the way. No, do not like shrimp. No, I was a runner in school, in high school. Um, just kind of loved to run and do um, 
marathons, coach triathlon team. And so when I was looking at branding myself, I want people to, you know, people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And I want people to know I'm very transparent about who I am. And running is a huge, well, a little less so now that I've been injured, but a huge part of my life. And so that's kind of embodies who I am. I'm a runner and I'm a realtor. So that's why I'm the running realtor, Bubba. She's a runner, she's a track star, and a realtor. There you go. And that was a song reference. I'm sure you didn't get it, but some I, people might. I caught, but I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't want to embarrass myself. It's okay. So yeah, it's okay. I chose to. <laughs> there was a song I used to run to. It's always in my mind when I was running races. Ain't nothing going to break in my stride. Oh, no. Got to keep on moving. You know that song? No. Is that the 80s as well? Yeah. Yeah, I was born a little bit after that. Um, I still like the oldies. It's all good. But you can show me that one, too. <laughs> I'm learning a lot of stuff from you here, Sherry. And you are. I'm going to have new experiences because of you. Yes, you are. Going snipe hunting. Snipe hunting. Bubba, again, what would you be doing if you were not selling real estate? <laughs> I'd probably be running around town in a costume. Yeah. I would be I would be a mascot. No, no. Serious in all seriousness. Um I would be in some kind of marketing position. That's my well, real estate's my passion, but what I love about real estate is that marketing aspect of it. If I wasn't selling real estate, I would be helping other realtors sell real estate through marketing. Okay, nothing with dogs or animals? Marketing animals? Have your own little puppy uh, Instagram page? I, oh, Monkey needs an Instagram page, but no. Okay. I wouldn't mind having a farm. A farm? I wouldn't mind having a farm. I could be a farmer, farmer bush, and I could... Bush is a great name. You can have a lot of play on words with that. <laughs> I say bush mode all bush the time. Mode. Like, I'm selling a Hashtag bush mode. I'm going bush. I, I use that. Hashtag bush mode. But my actual maiden name is Hill. So I went from a hill to a bush. Hmm. Hill to bush. I'm yeah. sticking with bush. Do you like that better than hill? Um... I like them both. It, they both fit you. I like both. Hill Bush. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah, never mind. Uh, yeah. Okay. I have a friend who I think actually threw one of these questions out here for me who we went to high school together and we had a cosmetology class and she wrote on my paper because we had to read something and I had my notes and you had to read it to the class and she had scratched something out and she, it said, Sherry Hill will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to have the last name Bush now. Thanks for that, Tracy. Shout out to Tracy as well. <laughs> um, next we have Bill. Hill Bill. Hill Bill. Just Bill. Bill. Um, interesting question here. Um, I'm curious as well. If Teflon is non-stick how does it stick to the pan <laughs> oh god that's so random yeah that is so random you know it's interesting because i was i was washing one of derek's pans the other day and like the teflon had come off and it was just peeling i'm like you gotta throw this away because that stuff will get in your food so apparently it doesn't stick that well um, 
built. I don't know. I'm just going to say whatever's holding that on there, it can't be good for you to consume. How about that? I um, think that's solid advice. Yeah, solid advice. Do not eat Teflon. No, <laughs> God, okay. no. Um, next what question. is Teflon? Uh, I really don't know. I'm just reading the questions here, Sherry. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, is this Judy Stump? Next question. Is it just Judy? Is it Judy? Yes, just yeah, Judy. Yeah, Judy Stump. We're looking at Judy as we speak right now. She's a great transaction coordinator. She's Love deep, her. She's deep in thought. Um, she wants to know what draws you to pet sitting. <laughs> Besides your love of pets. What draws me to pet sitting? Yes. Uh, besides my love of pets? Yes, besides. Because we already know that. Well, what I, What else is there? Um, you do it because you love them. Okay, yeah. wait, wait. All right, I, can, I got this. Pets don't talk back. They love you unconditionally. They want nothing from you. Like, you can have the worst day of your life, and you go home, and I'll use Monkey as an example, and Monkey smiles at me. Yes, she actually does smile, pulls a little gums back, and shows me her teeth. It's the cutest thing. You can't have a, a bad day when you come in, and your dog's just sitting there like, oh, Mama, and you're so happy to see you. Where, where else are you going to get that? Exactly. I'm proud of you for thinking outside of the box. That was a great answer. Thank you. Again. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, this one doesn't have a name on it, but what is your favorite Southern food and slang? We got the food. So what's your favorite Southern slang? Who asked me this question? This question came in through Facebook. I think this is either Tracy or Kelly. I have a couple from you. Um, oh, what are they? Uh, oh, no, I'm drawing a blank now. But you, you say so many things to me that are Southern. I know. <laughs> Um, God my, bless you. No, it, it, but you're on the right path. My favorite Southern saying is bless your heart. Bless your heart, yes. Now, yes. if I say bless your heart to you, you it's, it's not nice. You don't want me to bless your heart. And when I do say it in a nice way, then I will make sure that I say, I mean this in the California way, not in the Southern way. Because bless your heart is a way to insult somebody right. in a polite way. Yeah. So that's that's probably my favorite. Just so you know, it's not a oh bless your heart. It's like a bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. You're dumber okay. and a fish and worm. Bless your heart. Exactly. There's another one right there. I'm not sure what that means, but um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Is this uh, is this Rally? Is that their name? Kelly. Oh Kelly. Okay. Um, Kelly wants to know: Have you ever buried a goose? Now, I'm not sure if she's from Tennessee with you, if that's a common no. thing for you in Tennessee to bury a uh, goose or geese, however you want to say it, um, but oh have God. you ever buried one? <laughs> that's, that's a really funny story. First of all, Kelly is the daughter of a client whose house I sold, Papa Jerry, my all-time favorite, favorite client. In fact, the hot water heater that I was asking everybody how long did this hot water heater last and the answer was 47 years that was Papa Jerry's house Papa, Papa Jerry. Jerry is a legend most of the people in the office know who Papa Jerry is because I talk about it incessantly I have a picture of us on my desk love that man Kelly's his daughter I was coming back from showing a house one day as chestnut and knees and there was a goose in the road and so I did a U-turn. It was laying 
down. <laughs> so I did a U-turn, came back, I picked the goose up, and I like, I felt like, I wasn't sure if it was dead yet, because it was, it was warm. So I picked it, I'm cradling it like a baby, and their necks are so freaking long, and so I've got it, and I'm holding it like this, and like cradling this little, and so I carry it over across the street, and then I'm down there, and I'm listening to see if it's breathing, I'm like, am I going to have to give this goose like mouth-to-mouth resuscitation? I don't know. So anyway, I determined that it was dead. So I call Kelly, and I say, Kelly, do you want to help me bury a dead body? And she says, yeah, where are you at? No questions asked. And so I told her, and she said, I'll bring a shovel. And I said, bring two. So Kelly shows up with two shovels. Has no idea what we're burying. She just pulls that, and she goes, oh. And here's what I love about Kelly is she came prepared. She had a like a little um, angel figurine. Wow. So, so we buried the goose, and it was hard pan, and it was <laughs> in a church parking lot. So there's this empty field next to the church. We're on the side of the road, and we're digging. I so we're on her shovels, and I look at Kelly. I'm like, wow, your hair looks really good today. She's like, thanks, I used whatever. And then we laughed about how we're de- burying a dead body, but we're talking about how pretty Kelly's hair looks. So anyway, we buried the goose, and then we made, we took some rocks and made like a little heart, and then she put her little angel thing on there. Now, a couple of days later came a huge storm, and like everything was flooding, and I was nervous that that goose was going to come back up and float (laughs) down the road. And I found out that um, it's not legal to do what we did, but I was told that if, you know, if we get arrested, that that policeman's an asshole. So, there you go. Was this here in California or Tennessee? Yeah, it was, it was Knees and Chestnut. Oh, Knees and Chestnut. It was like six months ago. Okay, well, Kelly, you seem like a very good friend. She's um, the best. Remind me not to get on your bad side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next, we have Tracy. Um, I'm assuming she's your friend from Nashville. Yes. Okay, she wants to know... Why do people that come to Nashville think they need to wear cowboy boots and hats? She wants you guys to know they do not dress that way. No, they don't. I don't know why people do that. You can definitely spot the tourist in Nashville. Now, if you're a true Southerner, here's how you're how you're dressing. Listen up. We don't do cowboy hats. You no know what we do? Hats. We do baseball hats. Trucker hats, to be exact. Like, I'm wearing a trucker hat today because I'm getting my hair done. We wear trucker hats. You got your little skull, like, dip ring on your on your <laughs> jeans. I mean, we're not out walking around in long sleeve flannel shirts and cowboy boots. You got on a pair of tennis shoes. You got on your, your trucker hat. Driving a Jeep, and you're being freaking nice to people. Being nice to people. Being nice to people. Except for Californians when they come through in cowboy boots and No, no, no. Hats. We're still nice. We don't say, bless your heart. You look ridiculous. <laughs> no, we're being nice to them. Southerners are nice. That's what we're known for. We'll look at you with some side eye, but, you know. Just a little side eye. That's just it. Just a little you, just tourist. <laughs> Next question we have is from, don't know who his name is right here. Brian. Brian. Okay, Brian. He wants to know, do you do anything above and beyond for your clients? And I can answer one of these for you because you offered me one of your red carpets to roll out for one of my buyers. I respectfully declined, but 
that's something you do um, going above and beyond for someone. So yeah, thanks else, for that. What else do you have? Well, I've been known to come in and help clients pack. I've scrubbed toilets. I've cleaned gutters, bathtubs, staging for me. I don't necessarily see it as going above and beyond. I see it as just doing my job, trying to be a good human, trying to make the process as easy for my clients as possible. I get a lot of slack from other realtors, like, why are you doing that? You don't get paid for that. I, I do it because it's a help to my clients. And at the end of the day, I mean, we do get paid good money. Right. Why wouldn't I do that? Why would I not do? I don't care. It's not hurting me. I mean, do I love scrubbing toilets? No. But if it's going to take some stress off of my client and it's going to help get their home sold and sold for a better price, I mean, why wouldn't I do it? Right. I don't necessarily see that as going above and beyond. I just see it as... That's just you as a person. It's just me. Thank you. But I just see it as just an extension of my job and what I have to do. I'm going to do whatever it takes to do. Oh, look. There's Papa Jerry. There you go. Just popped up on my screensaver. Um, Yeah. Just whatever it takes for my clients to get the job done and make sure that they have a pleasant experience. Whatever it takes. You know what we call that? We call that going bush mode. Bush mode? Bush mode. That's right. Okay, next question from Jennifer. How do you want others to see you in a T-Rex costume? <laughs> you know, I've actually sold two houses while inside of that T-Rex costume. That's impressive. I know. Who would who, who have thunk it? Not once, but <laughs> twice. But go figure. Um, what was the question? Um, how do you want others to see you? I want others to see me as someone who's always going to fight for the underdog, someone who's going to treat people with kindness and compassion, um, integrity, that's the most important thing in the world to me and why I chose to work at Realty Concepts. I want to be the person that is just always lending a helping hand. Well, I think most people already see you in that light. Thanks. Um, but hopefully people that aren't seeing you and listening to you, um, I think they can agree that you're that person just from your answers just by today you're a good guest podcast yeah. host Thank you. I appreciate roberto it. you come on to my show anytime i appreciate it um next one from jennifer what makes you afraid grasshoppers grasshoppers okay no i think you hesitate on that grasshoppers will scare the living bejesus out of me give me a snake give me a spider grasshopper uh-uh i am running for the hills look there's me and kelly in costumes on the screensaver did you have a bad experience as a kid with grasshoppers, or they just like, I don't know. No, the not legs. Sort well, not as a kid, but well, first of all, those little things are creepy as shit. They got. Have you ever looked at them? They got those beady little eyes that pop out, and then ew, the color. But if you look at their little feet, they've got like little tentacle things. Those little suckers will jump onto you, and they will chew your face off, and they spit. They spit on you. Really? People don't believe that. Google it. They spit tobacco. They spit tobacco. They spit tobacco. But to answer your question of why I didn't used to be afraid of them, I used to think that they were kind of, you know, what's that Jiminy Cricket one? I mean, I thought he was cute. The green ones are a little less scary than the brown ones. But I was at home one day, and it was summer, 
and I went outside to the back porch and there were hundreds, hundreds, probably thousands. I'm not even exaggerating this. They were everywhere. And I ran, yes, I ran in the house. I slammed the door, terrified. And I think anything that's in like mass numbers of that. Yeah, definitely. a little overwhelming, but that's kind of what did it for me. I think anything, if I walked outside and I saw that many of them, I'm I'm going to be terrified. Unless it was puppies. That's just your average day here in Tennessee. Bunch of crickets. Crickets? Don't like them. Oh, it's grasshoppers, huh? Not crickets. It's kind of the same thing, we'll right? Okay. You know where crickets belong? They belong on a freaking, on a hook. Yeah. On a fishing pole. It's I good, agree with you. Good bait. I know that because I'm from the South. Next question we have. Oh, it's kind of a deep question, so be ready for this one. Okay. What do you value in life? I value I value um, family, friends, relationships, God, and I value my clients. That's a solid starting five, I believe. That's pretty good. Starting five, should I keep going? I value sweet tea. I value fried okra, fried green tomatoes. And Roberto, I value you. That warms my heart. <laughs> Sherry, bless your heart. Bless your heart. In the good way. In the good, in the good way. In the, in the California in the way, California not the southern way. Yes. Yeah. Okay, last question here from Jennifer. Um, what are three words that best describe you? Oh, gosh. How do you describe yourself? It's very difficult. Um, funny. I think I'm funny. Some people think I'm funny. Yeah, I would say that. I don't know. Some people might think yeah. that I'm stupid, but <laughs> I, I I, crack myself up. I won't lie. Um, I'm a person of integrity. One more. I only got three. Funny, you have integrity. I'm a person that just loves people. A lover, not I'm, a fighter. I'm a, lo- <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yes. Unless you mess with my clients, and then I quickly turn into a fighter. I go bush mode. Yeah, bush mode. Bush mode. You do not want to see that side of her, trust me. No, you, you, you don't. If I'm fighting for my clients, you better look Fight out. Fight to the death. Fight to the death. Is that it? Is that all of our questions? I believe that is it. I have a little question for you. Um, what is your favorite holiday? Uh, favorite holiday is going to be... Does my birthday count as a holiday? Sure. No, I can't. That's not. That's cheating. I'm going to say probably Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Okay. Because then I get to, you know, I get to cook all the, the southern stuff. Right, right. And this day I'm most likely to have all my family together and be thankful for everything that I have and for my friends. So, yeah, probably Thanksgiving. What's yours? I would say Christmas. Everyone loves Christmas. I just love the vibes, the atmosphere. Um, I love that it's cold outside. It's my favorite thing, to be honest. Is it really cold here? In well, it's not summer heat, so I'll take that any day of the week. Hmm. So, yeah, I'll go with Christmas. Oh, and football's still happening. Yes, Christmas. it is. Oh, but Thanksgiving, you have all those games. That's Thanksgiving right. As well too. But I don't get to see them because I'm cooking. And also because your team is the Titans and they're not very that, good. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs>
How <laughs> dare you? We went to the Super Bowl once. It's okay. I'm a Charger fan, and we have not won either, so. Oh, well. It's there okay. you go. Yeah. We'll have to have a team day where we'd wear our jerseys. Definitely. So anyway, um, I hope that this was fun a little bit, but um, thank you, Roberto, for playing along. Roberto did not want to do this, but I slapped him and told him he had to. Yes. Um, blink twice if you're being held hostage. You can't see me, but I'm blinking twice. Just that was kidding. three times. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Roberto okay. can't count. No. I love Sherry. Um, I love helping her out. Pleasure to be here on my very first podcast as well, too. So thank you for having me. And you did um, so good. Thank you. So you're going to get to do the the outline, the, you know, the, the outage, the out. What am I? I have a loss of words like today. Like the outro I think it's thing? just because I'm tired. So we have a thing, Tina and I, we always say to sign off. That's what I'm looking for, our yeah, sign yeah. off. And we always say peace, love, and real estate. Peace, so love, and real estate. Give, give us your best, like, most hearty, enthusiastic, peace, love, and real estate to sign us off. Um, first off, hashtag Bush Mode. Hashtag Bush Mode. Put that in all your posts. Yep. Um, and second of all, peace, love, and real estate. Woohoo!